Hi, I'm Patrick Prince with the Tulsa World, joined by our high school beat writer, Barry Lewis. This is our weekly chat about high school sports. We're filming this uh, on video on Zoom, but uh, we'll also convert this into a podcast. So if you're the type you'd rather listen rather than view, you have a couple options there. Barry, how's it going? Are you all alone in the newsroom there? Well, I'm sort of uh, warming up uh, in the newsroom after going, braving the temperatures and going outside to go cover the uh, Lincoln Christian aptly named Winter Classic basketball tournament the opening day today, or at least the first part of the quarterfinals, the early or the early games. What what did you see there? What what can you share? Saw so, had real good matchups uh, to start the tournament. Uh, Collinsville and Wagner girls and boys played, and they both were good games. And in each case, Collinsville uh, emerged as the winner, pulling away in the late stages of the game in the fourth quarter. Um, so the Cardinals uh, are off to a good start in the tournament. Uh, Collinsville boys are eight and one, really good start. And uh, I, in the latest rankings that came out, they're number nine in 5A. So the, uh, Collinsville believes this might be the best Collinsville team in quite a while. They've had some good teams recently, but things are looking very promising, uh, following up on their football success. Absolutely. And, um, um, so Collinsville is eight and one in boys, and the girls team is much improved, six and three under uh, new coach Jansen Hightower. So in uh, both the Wagner boys and girls teams are are look pretty good. Uh, Wagner boys, of course, have a first-year head coach uh, for um, Dante Swanson, who people are probably very familiar with uh, from his days at TU, and he'd been an assistant at Wagner. He's got a young team. I really liked what I saw from his team today. They faded out in the fourth quarter, but they're a young team, and uh, they gave Collinsville a uh, a great battle for three quarters, and the girls' team looks good, too. And then also saw um, one of the best teams, girls' basketball teams in the state, um, Sapalpo, which is ranked two in 5A. Um, they were dominating Edison, uh, which was no surprise because Sapalpo is one of the best teams in the state. Uh, Sapalpo looks great in girls. Mm-hmm. Barry, I wanted to ask you about a column that Bill Haston wrote about Bill Blankenship, and um, he had a recent birthday, turned 65, and um, Bill was kind of wondering if Blankenship is going to retire or not. What What are your thoughts? Blankenship coming back this year, or is he going to call it a career? I'm going to have a hunch that he's going to come back. And uh, he, he referred in Bill's column to, yes, every coach would like a storybook ending. And... Uh, Last year, if he left after last season, it would not be a storybook ending. Uh, it's been a great run at all. He's had a, it's been a great five years overall at Owasso, winning two state championships, being very successful. But I don't, it's just my hunch that even though he hates competing against his son, understandably, and uh, that he wants to come back at least, I'm going to play. It's my hunch that he'll be back for at least another season. Um, referring to that storybook ending and he's has got a lot of talent coming back and uh, uh, you know hopefully is as far as competing against Josh is concerned uh, you know getting over those initial two meetings um, maybe it'll go a little 
things will feel a little better this time around. I know it'd still be tough, but uh, that initial shock of competing against your son uh, those first couple times, especially when you're in the playoffs, like uh, what occurred. So um, I, I hope he's back. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Coach, uh, I mean, Coach Blankenship, he's he's a legend. He's, uh, I mean, he's one of the greats in Oklahoma football. And uh, uh, it's great to have him still a part of the picture in Oklahoma high school football. Barry, what, what has, has he done? I mean, Owasso has always had numbers. They've always had talent, but they could never really get over. They were just, you could always, they're always a step below Jinx and, and the unions of the world. What did he do that the others did? Is it just as simple as he's that good a coach? Is it that simple? He, uh, yeah, he is really good. I mean, no, um, I mean, the Owasso program was, took a big step forward uh, during Bill Patterson's time there, but they just couldn't get over that semifinal hump. Uh, they went to the semifinals four out of five years, which at that time, I mean, that was a considerable step up instead of just like going to the quarterfinals. So he took them that next step. It was sort of like Pat McGrew at Bixby. Uh, Coach McGrew was able to take a, what had been a good program and move them to the next level, getting to state championship games three out of five years. And then it's just, it was up to another person, Lauren Montgomery, <laughs> to, to take him that final step, uh, which has resulted in seven state championships in eight years. And I think um, to an extent that was the case with Bill Blankenship. Of course, he knew what it took to win state titles or can't beat that. And so he brought that to Owasso. And um, just, he, he is a great coach, no doubt about it. And uh, I tie these two things together because Owasso and Bixby will be opening next season, like playing against each other in late August. Right, so yep. That's yep. certainly something to look forward to. And um, I think uh, Coach Blankenship has mentioned um, to Bill in the past about looking forward to that uh, opening game next year, looking ahead. So he didn't, referring to that game, he didn't sound like a coach who was going to retire. So mm -hmm. um, hopefully uh, – both uh, Bill Blankenship and Lauren Montgomery will be on the sidelines facing each other next August because that's going to be a really a game to look forward to. Barry, I really enjoyed seeing your tweet on the former Wagner star Kevin Peterson uh, with the Arizona Cardinals the other day. Uh, I didn't realize he was in the league, so I was happy to see your tweet. What have you have you been watching him much this year? Well, there really hadn't been much to watch until last week, but what a game he had against the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, of course, Arizona's been hit by COVID, and so they had to make several changes in their lineup, and he got his first start of the year against Dallas, and he had a great game. I mean, might have been the best game of his career. He's hung around the NFL uh, for four or five years. Uh, he'd gotten considerable action last year with Arizona, but really hadn't had hardly played this year. And so he got a chance last week and took advantage of it big time. So it was great to see that. Kevin, of course, our 2011 Tulsa World Metro Player of the Year. And um, Zayvon Collins, uh, the first-round draft choice from TU. Uh, I guess a lot of people feel it's been a disappointing season for him. Um, and I guess it has, considering the expectations that he was going to start, but he hadn't uh, really played much since early in the season. So he got his opportunity last week and also looked good. And I, 
I see. I don't think it's any, I don't think it was just a coincidence that all of a sudden Arizona looks a lot better last week with Kevin Peterson and Zayvon Collins in the lineup. So uh, uh, it was really a, a big time performance for both of them and uh, got Arizona back on track last week. And hopefully that will, even when uh, Arizona gets all its players healthy, hopefully that will lead to more playing time for both of them. Yeah, no, that'd be cool. Always fun to see the former local high school stars excelling at the college and then the pro level too. That, that's that's great. So they played your Cowboys. And for those of you who don't know, Barry Lewis is a sports expert on many things, not just high school. One of them is your Dallas Cowboys. How, kind of approaching the playoffs, how are you feeling about your Cowboys? Not very good. Not very <laughs> we saw, until, until last week. I've had a hunch, and maybe it'll still turn out, that I thought this Dallas team was a team that could get to the conference championship. I always, I always had this feeling, which would be a major step up for Dallas, because Dallas hasn't been to even a conference championship game since they uh, won the Super Bowl back after they, uh, for that 95 season. So it's been a long time since they even got to the champion, conference championship. But I was it's been my hunch from a lot of this year that, hey, they're going to get to the conference championship and that's where they'll lose, probably to the Packers, which I thought for, at that time it'd be to the Packers. Obviously, they're on a co collision course to, if they somehow manage to beat Arizona <laughs> in the first round of the playoffs, they'd play at Green Bay in the second round. So um, Dallas just, uh, they, they seem to lack it, the it factor this year. I've, for whatever reason, Dak Prescott has not been in the offense has not been the same since he suffered the calf injury after the, uh, on that final play in the overtime game against New England. Um, even though he looks healthy running the ball, that doesn't seem to be a problem. They just haven't really been in sync. There have been flashes, um, but usually they've been flashes against bad teams. <laughs> so, yeah. um, and Dallas's defense is, is really good, obviously, even against good teams. But uh, they've also prospered by playing against a lot of mediocre quarterbacks for the most part. Um, when they play really good quarterbacks, they haven't looked so, looked as good, quite as dominating. So, um, and the and you also have the factor. I've said this in a tweet you may have seen last week that since Dallas moved into Jerry World. There really hasn't been much of a home field advantage there. And um, Kyler Murray, now he's got a home field advantage in Dallas. <laughs> Apparently, he never loses there. So that's got to be another reason why Dallas has got to be really concerned when they most likely play Arizona in the first round of the playoffs. Have you ever been to one of the Dallas Super Bowls? I have not been to a Dallas Super Bowl. Been to any Super Bowl? That is... That is the one thing I have not been to a Super Bowl. I've been to the world. I've been to World Series. Mm -hmm. I've been to an NBA Finals, and uh, haven't been to a Stanley Cup. I went to a Stanley Cup Conference Championship game, but uh, so that's and I've been to an NCAA Final Four, but uh, have not been to a Super Bowl. What Final Four did you see? Nineteen eighty-seven. Um, Indiana beating Syracuse on Keith Smart's last second shot. You saw that? Yeah, I was there in the oh. Superdome. Oh, that's cool. I didn't. I didn't know you saw that. That's pretty but, cool. So that was a pretty awesome experience to uh, 
had a, had a blast there. Oh man, uh, one of the yeah, that's pretty cool. I would have had a, uh, I would have had a fun time anyway, but to have a really great championship game sort of cap off the weekend that was that was really fun. Yeah, for sure. What else is on your mind, Barry? Anything? Well, just a, sort of a random thought I had while watching the college football playoffs last week, last Friday. Seeing Dax Hill for Michigan, and of course, Dax had a really good season, and it was great to see him there, the former Booker T. Washington star. And it all of a sudden it came back into my mind. I remember three years ago, well, when he was remember when he was debating on who he's going to go to, which college he was going to finally wind up with. And after going back and forth, he wound up going to Michigan, obviously. And I remember a surprising amount of people at the time. Uh, came up to me and said, why do you choose Michigan? What's Michigan have to offer? Like Michigan was some Humpty Dumpty school with no tradition. Um, right at that point, Michigan wasn't among the super duper powerhouses of that time, but they've always had a great program, great tradition, great history. And uh, so I was really surprised that so many people came up to me and said, why is he going to Michigan? like totally downgrading Michigan. So Dax obviously has been a big part of Michigan coming back to the college football elite. And it was just great, a big part. And it's just been great to see him follow his career and see he's had three really good seasons there and he's helped Michigan get back in the final four. So that's just my random thought and Dax Hill. All right, we'll end it there. End it there. Sorry, can't talk. Barry, thanks for the time. We'll uh, we'll catch up again next week. All right. See you next week, Patrick.